people who really know their stuff. Yes. And the people that really know their stuff are busy getting results for people and not coming up with gimmicks to try to sell. Guys, welcome back to the Cultivate Podcast. This is episode four. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, I'm Adam. I'm Mike. And today we're going to be talking about advertising. But before we do that, we're just going to get the giggles out because we've been having some fun on camera before we started rolling. Right, right. We tried to uh, do some accents into this, right? Yeah, I have a uh, so I have a, an acting and theater background, so I have a bunch of accents clanging around in my head and impressions and stuff like that. And then Mike pulled off his Gollum accent from Lord of the Rings, and yep. it blew my mind. <laughs> it was amazing. The only one I can do, yeah. That's right. You'll have, to, you'll have to subscribe to the premium Cultivate After Hours cut or something like that to get the, <laughs> <laughs> to get the accents. We'll do, like, premium content for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how you been, man? I've been good. It's been a couple weeks since we did the last episode. Yep. yep. Uh, things have been moving pretty smooth on our end too. Uh, we've been working a lot with uh, clients on getting some more content out. The last thing we talked about was content. Yeah. Um, and today we're going to be pivoting a little bit into a new territory. It's not new for us, but it's new for the podcast. So earlier in the podcast, we first broke down the importance of a website. Right. The backbone. It's got it's got to be. It's got to be. Uh, you know, easily. Uh, maneuverable. It's got to be, you know, easy to navigate. Yep. It's got to accomplish its mission, what it's designed to do. You don't have a bloated. Right. And we talked about content, specifically social content, yep. content that helps build your brand, content that helps to drive traffic to your website. But today we're actually going to be talking about paid advertisement. Right. So what is the difference between, other than the obvious of like one costs money, one doesn't, what's the primary difference in, in how social content versus content that you pay to promote. Sure. Like what's the big difference between those two? Uh, targeting. Yeah. So when you do any type of normal content on your Facebook page, Instagram, social media based content, sure. uh, you're limited to your audience that you can reach, right? So it depends your organic on reach. your organic right. reach. So it depends who, what's the makeup of your fans, right? Who likes your page or subscribes to your page um, and their friends and family, right? Cause you can reach your fans and then their immediate groups. Uh, but it's only about two to three layers deep. With paid ads, you can specifically choose who you want to get your ads in front of. You don't know who you are, right? I don't get information on like, this is Adam Wilson, his blood type, his address, Their social security number yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which would be creepy. But I do get a rough idea of about you. Like, what are your interests? What are the things that you like? Uh, where it, geographically, where you might live? And I can target those parameters. Like, are you five to 10 miles from this specific address? Or uh, do you like fitness? Do you like candles? Whatever it may be. Right, and, and most of us have experienced paid advertisement targeting in yep. one way or another, whether it's you're scrolling through your Facebook feed and somebody posts something about a really nice watch, you click yeah. on that for the nice watch. And then unfortunately for the next month and a half, all you have on your Facebook feed is, is that watches, watch. Yeah. So we, we know that content and ads are collecting that kind of information. Yep. How do marketers use that information to then construct and put out their ads? What do you, is there, do you go through Facebook to do that? How yeah. That so, um, Facebook and Instagram specifically, there's a backend for, it's called the, the, the ad platform, the ad manager for Facebook. Um, and any, everybody has access to it. So it's not like it's a special you know, agency only thing. Sure. You, you can run your own ads if you really want to. Um, and because Instagram is owned by Facebook, they're ad platforms together. But pretty much every major platform has their own type of ad manager. Google has their own, 
Hulu has their own, um, their own TikTok has their own, that kind mm. of stuff. Got it. So what place does paid, ha- what, what place does paid advertising have in our seeds strategy? When do we recommend our clients transition into paid advertising? That's a good question. So it's different for everybody, uh, but typically it comes into when you're asking yourself the question, am I growing fast enough or at a rate that I'm okay with is usually when paid ads start to come into your discussion. Got it. Uh, I always <laughs> recommend you should tap out your free resources first, that whether that's referrals or your email list or even just organic uh, posting content. Um, but typically you're gonna hit a wall and be like, you know what? I wanna grow faster or I wanna reach a different audience. Paid ads is the way to do it. Yeah, and we find that a lot of, of clients will, will I guess the, the right word for it is they'll plateau yes. on their organic reach yep. and things are going great, but they're looking to take things up to the next level yeah. and, and increase their awareness. And that's where the paid advertising comes in. Um, what, what role does the creative side of what we do have in yeah. paid advertising? Get a little bit more specific. So when I, when I ask what role does creative have in our paid advertisement, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what what does the process look like when we're working with a client mm-hmm. to not just throw a commercial out there for sure. them, but to do so in a way that's still tra- staying true to their brand? Yeah. So it, com- it comes down to your audience, right? So you have to first work backwards. Who are the people we're trying to reach and what resonates most with them? Too many businesses think they know what a good ad will be because they like it not necessarily what the audience wants to digest. Mm. You can build the best ad possible for you, but you might not be your target audience. And when they go to watch it or they see it on their social feed, they don't click, they don't resonate, you don't get any leads, right? So first understanding what your your demographic's looking for. Uh, And then the second thing is having that creative that matches that. So if you have a younger audience, you're gonna need faster, quicker cut content that's mm. exciting and entertaining. Um, if you have an older demographic, it might be more informative. It might be a little slower, but more detailed on the nitty gritty. Right. So we were talking about this before we started rolling about like what makes what makes a good ad. And I like to follow, whenever we're doing content, especially for the podcast, I like to follow the rule of threes. Like sure. let's, let's focus on like just th- three things. Let's not go crazy because there's some nuance mm-hmm. in this and there's a lot of complexity in it. Yeah. Um, a good marketing company will make it look simple. Yes. But there's a lot, there's a lot to this. There's a ton, yeah. So the first thing that you and I were talking about is you gotta have good creative and we were just talking yep. about that. It has, to, it has to be sharp, it has to be professional. If you're gonna spend money on an ad, it should look like you spent money on that ad. Sure. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can make one with your iPhone, that's okay. A, a lot of businesses do that. And there's something to be said about the authenticity of iPhone creative. Um, I just find that you, yes, you can do it yourself, but you miss the whole strategy side, unless you're really good at Facebook ads, which kudos to you. Um, the strategy side comes in with a paid agency. Mm. With that said, if you're gonna hire an agency, you might as well pay for good equipment and good quality. Right, right. And, and you also have to develop the creative in a way that captures attention Yep. because the ad is only gonna produce a certain result if they stay long enough to watch the ad. Or, Correct. or uh, there is a place for static advertisement. Yep. There's a place for pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we do that, we do, we do picture stuff, but a, a lot of what we do is video advertisement. Well, it, it, just to stay on that a little bit, it, it used to be pictures. Right. When three years ago, that's what worked best on Facebook. Uh, and then it went to carousel, right? You can have multiple images and you scroll through it. 
and now it's video. As we find video is what grabs the attention, gets the message across faster. Uh, and it's what Facebook prioritizes because Facebook wants its users to stay on the platform longer and video tends to do that. Right. As a picture, you see it, cool, you scroll. Facebook, you have to watch it. Now you're taking more time and Facebook incentivize it. So we have to play with the cards that were dealt, yep. which is video. Right. And we, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but let's expand on this a little bit too. Um, good targeting. So you got to have good, yes. good creative, but you also have good targeting. Good targeting means you're reaching the right people. Yep. You're reaching them often enough and you're reaching them with a certain level of consistency so that when they are ready to make a purchasing decision, you're the first person they think of. So how do we, how do we generate good targeting? Yeah. So let's use an example as like a martial arts school, right? right. If I'm a martial arts school, I'm targeting, let's, let's call it an adult program. We do a lot of Krav Maga stuff with a lot of our clients. So right. it's a adult self-defense style program. Um, I want to target people who are interested in self-defense. Maybe they are curious about self-protection, how to protect themselves or their family. They could be a male or a female. We want to get really detailed on the targeting. What I don't want to target is people who don't want that, right? Or maybe they're, uh, they're not interested in trying new things. Maybe they are, uh, they're not necessarily someone who's looking to get active. You don't want those types of people or they're too busy, right? There's people that just don't have it in their schedule. So with Facebook and Instagram and these ad platforms, we're able to target, you know, they're 25 to 45 years old. Uh, they're a middle income level. They can afford the program that we're trying to sell. They're interested in fitness. They're interested in, you know, self-defense, their self-protection. And then Facebook finds those types of people and we can serve our ads. Do you, do you find that the ads perform better the more specific and detailed you get? Or is there a balancing act between like, yeah. I want to be broad enough to hit the numbers, but I want to yep. be specific enough that it's not a waste of money. So th that's, a, that's a twofer, right? Yep. So you want to get as specific as possible. If you get too specific, it gets too expensive, right? Because if you're targeting 10 people, your ad's going to last a day and a half. Right. And then those 10 people saw your ad too many times and now you've moved on. Right. So you want it to be broad enough where there's a large enough audience to see your ad over time. Um, but you also want it to be broad enough because sometimes you can inspire people to take action. Right. So maybe you're not the person looking for self-defense, but you'd be interested in it if you saw the right ad. Right. So you want to come up just a little bit. So you target those people on the fringe and you inspire them to take action. Got it. And Got it. Yeah, you do the targeting. And then we also want to talk about the scary word in this. Yeah, <laughs> the B word. Yeah, the B word, uh, budgeting. We yeah. have to make sure we budget the appropriate amount of uh, financial fuel to really make it worth it. Because yeah. if you don't commit enough of, enough of a budget into a paid advertisement, it's, it's almost like the less you spend, the more expensive it is. It really right. is. Uh, it's tough, right? So... I don't like to say there's a minimum, right? Or put a glass ceiling. But if you don't spend enough money into ads, it's almost like you should have spent your money elsewhere. Right. Yep. And that's kind of what I was trying to touch on yeah. is you have to be, the word we are always throwing around, you have to be strategic. Yeah. If you only have $300, that $300 is probably best spent somewhere else. Right. Um, if you have, and, and, and that number can be different based mm -hmm. on the size of your business and also what are, who are you competing with? Yeah. Right. Because if you have a lot of people in your area that are offering the same service, right. it doesn't matter what you do. Your ad spend is going to be more expensive because there's only so yeah. much. And it's space. I think it's important here to talk a little trash. <laughs> so, talking trash. Talking trash. It's getting serious. So to compare and to contrast, right? Because I think it's important. Uh, $5 leads are a thing, but it's really hard to achieve. 
you need to be changing your creative so often and you're targeting so often to get $5 leads that it's almost not worth it. Because you're now spending time and money on creative and targeting and, and figuring that stuff out to continuously get those $5 leads. That's the holy grail. But more often than not, you're going to spend more like $20 and up for a lead because you have that creative lasting longer. But now you're spending less time and money refreshing that creative. So it's a balancing act. Um, so if and just in case we have viewers that are maybe not familiar with, with sure. what you're talking about, cost per lead yes. is the cost of your total ad campaign divided by the number of leads right. that you produce, right? Yep. So if you spend $1,500 on an ad campaign and you create 50 leads from that, right. your cost per lead is whatever that number is. So, yes. And we want that to be as low as possible, Correct. But, but there are, um, I guess, magic bullets of, yeah. of getting that number so low that it seems too good to be true. And what you're saying is oftentimes it is. Oftentimes it is. And oftentimes uh, you hire an agency because you see on the, on the internet or some guru is running a Facebook ad that targeted mm -hmm. you saying, I can get $5 leads. And that's, that's great. And you should try them. But be weary. That's unrealistic in my opinion. Mm. Whereas you have to be okay with maybe a $20 cost per lead, but your campaign can run a lot longer for a lot cheaper uh, within those budget parameters. Right. And then to get even more into the trash talk, mm -hmm. uh, agencies that say they'll give you free leads in exchange of students or members or clients, mm. there's a gimmick in there. Mm. And I'm sure some of them run them real and, and honest, but more often than not, they're not. And it's important that you understand your metrics all the way through. So what I mean by that is, is impression is the unique people who see your, your ad all the way down to member acquisition or mm. client acquisition and all the little steps in between. It's important to know all those because your budget is greatly influenced by those things. I know that's right. a little deep and a little technical, um, but when you talk about budget, I don't like to waste money and I don't want our clients to waste money. Right. So I want to have an educated discussion there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough because Every, everybody is convinced that they have the answers yeah. to solve the problem. And anytime, anytime somebody claims to have the answers to solving all of your problems, to give you all the new members, to give you all the best business or whatever for a very, very, very low price and very yep. low commitment, it's, it's, not, it's not that you should be dismissive of those kinds of offers, but, sure. but you should, there should be red flags going off because... Yep. In the marketing world, there's a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who really know their stuff. Yes. And the people that really know their stuff are busy getting results for people and not coming up with gimmicks to try to sell. Yeah. Right. That, so ooh, that's a good point. And I think what, we, what we've been experiencing with our clients is that consistent, sustainable growth. Yes is the key to long-term success. 100%. We're not looking for in February, we upped our membership by 40%. Uh, do those flashes in the pan occasionally happen sure. due to unforeseen circumstances? Yeah, I mean, it does A happen. Good timing. Yeah, good timing. It could be that w when COVID starts getting wrapped up, people come out in droves and we're able to capitalize on that yeah. and you see a huge spike in, in business. That's, that's definitely possible. But to expect that consistently is foolish. Yes. And I know a lot of people, and we've seen this from experience, people bouncing around yeah. to different marketing agencies because one agency was using a particular tactic that created a result in the short term. Yes. And then it wore off and okay, it's not working now. We got to go to the next best thing. And the right. grass is always greener on the other side, but yeah. having, having a plan that's consistently showing growth right. or strategy that lasts long-term is really what we're, what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And we, you might hire an agency that gets you $5 cost per leads for 
a month. And then all of a sudden it's like a hundred dollars per lead or no leads are coming in and you can't figure out why we will consistently get you anywhere for that 20 to $30 cost per lead, depending on your demographic forever. Very mm. rarely do we see massive spikes. Occasionally we see it go low, which is amazing. Like we got the timing, right? The creative hit perfect. And for maybe two weeks out of that month, all of a sudden we got those $5 leads or mm. $10 leads. Um, but we can bank on that consistent number, which when you have a budget and a marketing plan, right? You want consistency. And, and then on the, on the business owner's end, being able to consistently convert those leads into paying Oof. members or- You're getting you into know, spicy territory Yeah, yeah here. spicy. <laughs> um, because, and that's important for business owners to understand is as a business owner, you're greatly concerned with the bottom line. Yeah. You want to see your business grow in a real tangible money in the hand kind of way. Yes. Nobody blames you for that. That's right. completely understandable, but you have to understand where the dividing line is yep. between the marketing team getting you the potential and then you being able to convert the potential into business. Yeah. Now we have strategies on our end if people choose to kind of take some of that burden off of them and help yeah. convert that as well. Um, but if you're not going to go that route, if you're not going to pay somebody to convert your leads for you, then you have to have good strategies in place to convert your leads because otherwise you're going to be mad at a marketing agency for actually doing their job when the problem is in house. And it's, it's important you say that because we've lost clients for that reason, right? right? So it, you, what's great about us is you can kind of decide where your relationship starts and ends. We would recommend we go the whole way and we're, you, you we're use all us. about commitment, baby. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? You have the choice to decide where your relationship starts next. And more often than not, we'll stop at the lead capture phase. So we'll get you a lead. We'll give you the information and we kind of hand you the ball. Um, and we've had clients that were bad at converting leads right. or they, they let their front counter girl do it for minimum wage and didn't realize that how important is the lead conversion aspect. Well, we offer lead conversion services, right? Because, our in-house lead specialist is amazing at converting leads. Right. That's all she does all day is learns what's the best text message I can send. What's the best phone call I can send. How can I change my vocabulary to give different results? She does all that work through hundreds of leads. Right. I'm a it's little a, biased. It's yeah. a complete, <laughs> no, she's fantastic, <laughs> but it's a completely different skill set. Yes. Then uh, I think a lot of people, you know, somebody hit my website. I got their email. I've got their information. That's business. That's not business. It's, it's, it's potential business. You right. have not crossed that line into them being profitable yet. And you've got to carry the ball that extra 10 yards into the end zone. Right. And if you're stopping at the 10 yard line and then calling it a day and then looking at your bank statement at the end of the month, you're going to be upset. You're right. going to be disappointed. And, and it's tough for, it's tough for a lot of people to turn that mirror on themselves and go, okay, I really have to do better about following up on these yeah. leads. I think we got a little off topic. We went down that rabbit hole, <laughs> but, but it's important because, because it does tie into the ad conversation. It really does. Because no, I can't think of anything more frustrating as a business owner than putting potentially thousands of dollars yep. into paid advertisement, getting numbers on my stat report saying, yes, it's working. People are hitting your website. Here's all of these names. Great. Why is my bottom line not growing? Right because that last 10 yards needs to be run. Yeah, and I think we, we love this a lot, but that's, that's why you keep stats. And that's why we love the fact that we say stats don't lie mm -hmm. because responsibility can easily be decided when you look at a stat sheet. Right. And to know exactly where in this process is it no longer working and where do we make adjustments. And not to continuously get off topic here, but you have to be able to make that 
what's the word I'm looking for? That unbiased decision where mm-hmm. I know where this problem is in the, in the funnel, in the process, and I have to address it. And whatever political or friendship or business relationship that's in part of it needs to be put aside because it, Yeah, well, important. there has to be accountability. And, that, and that's true about all, all aspects of business. You have to have accountability. accountability and, yeah. and we do a good job of holding ourselves accountable because yeah. if there's anything during that five-step process on our end that's going wrong. Yeah, we get fired. That's <laughs> right. And, it's, and that's not on the client. It's right. on us. Yes. We're the ones that have the resources and the knowledge and we need to be able to produce that result. So a- absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, we got a little off topic there, but I do think it does tie in pretty nicely to the overall conversation about ads. I wanted to use this opportunity. If you still, if you're still watching, you better be still watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're still watching to actually show a little bit of oh, yeah. a recent ad that we put together for one of our clients. Right. So our strategy to give away the uh, special pudding here, um, has to do, well, this particular client's martial arts school. Right. We have a lot of these. And we're in a COVID scenario, right? So context matters. Uh, you hear a lot of marketers say that. And our audience matters. So we know our target audience is between that 25 to 35, 25 to 45 range. Um, they're within that five to eight miles of our target location. Um, and they're interested in fitness and self-defense. Those are two really important target demographics. So if you do your own ads, I just gave you some secret sauce. Mm. Um, but the ad is the most important part. Targeting is really good, creative is the most important, and our ad, which we'll throw up on the screen here, um, and we can actually watch it together over here, is really interesting in that sense that it's exciting, it captures attention, uh, it gives just enough information, it shows COVID-friendly things, so in this particular instance, they're wearing masks, they're cleaning, which is important, Um, and I just think it's a damn good ad. So Mm -hmm. here, let's go ahead and play it. Yeah, short and sweet. It's only 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting on Facebook and Instagram, it loops. So depending mm-hmm. how long you stare at it, um, it could be minutes. <laughs> right. Right. And that obviously funnels into if they click on any of the links below, yep. it redirects them to the website. So obviously they're seeing something that, wow, that really perks my interest because we've already targeted it at them. Yes. It's, it's fast moving. It's dynamic. It's short enough that you're capturing their attention immediately. Yeah. And it's ultimately redirecting them back to that core of our strategy, which is the website. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Fantastic. So in summary, you got to have paid advertisement eventually. Um, It's not necessarily something you need to do right off the bat when you're just getting started, but it is something eventually you're going to plateau or you're going to be in a position where you want to take things to the next level or you're you're in a position where you have to grow fast. Maybe you're just opening up a business. You don't have any referrals. You got to hit the gas pedal. Paid advertisement is the way to go. We need to make sure that the paid advertisements have good creative, they're targeted really well, and obviously that they're budgeted appropriately because if they're not budgeted appropriately, yep. you're not gonna reach the right people. And then last but not least, once you do the heavy lifting of actually getting people's attention, you gotta be able to convert them. Yeah, close the door, right? You gotta get them through the door, you have to convert them because there's nothing worse, especially from a marketing agency, to throw the ball up in the air, give you all the, or pass the ball to you, right? You, we gave you all these leads and then you close two of them. Right. Yeah. We want that number to be as high as possible and to chalk it up to say that I got unqualified leads. It's the word I hit the most. Uh, it's just sad because it, it's kind of like a, a cop out. There's no such thing as an unqualified lead. That's a whole topic for a whole nother podcast. Sure. Um, but close them. 
do what you gotta do. Close them. Yeah, absolutely. If you want more information, you can check us out at seedsmarketing.com. Thanks so much for joining the Cultivate Podcast and we'll see you next time. See ya.